Just a tiny little bit of fun. Just a little bit of funny. Welcome to a bit of funny. As you delve into the deep caverns, searching out for gold, you round a corner and ah! There, jumping out from the shadows, it's James Jackson. Startled, but unhurt, you move on until you hear some strange noise. Stopping and looking behind you, you find you are being watched by none other than Thomas Heath. And if you look over into the corner, there is a lanky, balding, goofy-looking man with glasses and an orange t-shirt that says Fish Tacos on it who is asking you for the Wi-Fi password. His name is Michael Pierce. And of course, the mastermind behind it all. As you work further down, walk further down the hallway, you will see her. The mistress, Niagara. I like how I like how in our spooky, scary uh, intro, all of us are just kind of like watching or like hanging out. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> really dangerous. Your move. <laughs> we can't attack the listeners. We, 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 <laughs> we attack our listeners yes. every week with my presence. Excuse me. <laughs> James, are you a are you a dungeon master? It's that sounded like a dungeon mastery. Oh yeah. Beginning. You have the beard and the voice of like there's so i've met a number of dungeon masters and i don't know what it is but they all like having the dwarven beards and and the presence about them that you remind me of it not that you're not a unique wonderful individual i just see similarities i i have slowly slid into nerddom my entire life uh i started out life as a like normal (laughs) child and every time something really nerdy has been introduced to me i've been like Oh, this is kind of cool, and then I just I've I've just slowly become more and more a standard nerd. Where you know, I'm like, oh, you know, like programming is pretty cool, and hey, this Dungeons and Dragons stuff is is great, and you know, with COVID, I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna grow a beard now, and so now I'm just oh, like every other I dungeon see. master. It's called yeah, no, Destiny. I've, I've been running a game. <laughs> oh, you're running a game. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been running I've been running Dungeons and Dragons games since I was. 14 years old that's wonderful (laughs) so it's it's it i I wish i could put on my resume like team building or something (laughs) actually you can can you yes i mean technically you you put whatever you want on your resume doesn't mean you should put it on your resume uh i meet weekly with a group of people to solve puzzles as a group and it's team built you know it's just there's a creative way i don't remember exactly how the guy phrased it but i saw a video about it you could practically say that you're like a group yeah. therapist. I mean, that's how it often is in certain situations. <laughs> we do a special kind of therapy called role play, in which players are introduced into scenarios where they must work through problems, like killing their father's killer. In and anyway, sorry, keep going. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, my my I I I have to appreciate my players a lot because because I I am very wildly different in in the the tones I throw out, and I think our listeners would would, would kind of gather this by by the what I do on this podcast every week. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> of, of the tone goes wildly from just very silly and ridiculous to ho- like just the the deepest of emotional trauma horror. <laughs> All right. Well, well, you know how last week you were all turned into cows and had to go into the cow race. Yeah, this week you're killing your father. Oh my goodness, 
they're so similar. <laughs> it's like a dream. I just have to know how to link the two of them up. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you always have to come up with a justification. Like, like your father was a cow, and now you have to kill him because you're a cow, and killing him will make him <laughs> you no longer a cow. You have to kill him to prevent him from eating you. Um, I, I've done some DMing uh, myself, but um, I... I I, I can't resist, and I end up always becoming like a chaotic neutral dungeon master because I can't stay to my own plans. I always end up going completely off into left field depending on what the players do. I, I, I'm the opposite of a railroader. I, I don't know if anybody knows this puns who's uh, listening to this, but um, anyway, that's just, that, that's, that's my problem is I... I'm like the opposite of the railroader. <laughs> and I, people have fun, but I end up not having any clear story. It uh, goes all over the place. We swipe to a high school cafeteria. Janice, I've started seeing a new therapist. And I think he's done some pretty incredible things for me. I think he'd be helpful for you. Well, I do value your opinion. John, all right, I will go see this therapist. If you really think that this therapist will help. His his name, he goes by Master Morrison. And he's just a little bit different than any other therapist I've seen. We swipe to Master Morrison's basement where there is a table set up. And uh, 20-sided die and a candle. Master Morrison begins his speech as the two new uh, inductees walk down the stairs. Or rather, the one new inductee walks down the stairs with the old friend. And lo, a new adventurer joins the party. What is thy name? Uh, Janice? Janice, I have heard of you. John has spoken of you on occasion. Yes, yes, this is this is Janice. Uh, Janice, you were you were about to say something to me. Yeah, John, I thought we were going to to see a a therapist, counselor, person. Oh, but I am a therapist and a counselor. He's he's certified in, in everything. All of that. Ma- uh, Master Morrison holds the candle up to the wall where you can see it's just lined with PhDs. He's an incredible man. And I think he's going to be able to help you improve your life. Okay. Suddenly down the staircase comes another figure um, who is wearing an orange fish taco t-shirt and is gangly and balding and goofy looking with glasses. And he's got a phone and he says... Uh, hey everybody, I'm I'm here. Sorry, I'm a little late. Um, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Oh, sorry, you've you're doing the spook. Oh, sorry, you're doing the spooky thing. Oh, hey. go back upstairs. I'm sorry, Master Morrison. Excuse me. And now, take a seat at the table. We have a character all laid out for you, but there are a few details that we need in order to continue. Now, Janice, tell me, your character, 
What's their relationship with their parents like? Like, like, in real, real life, or like, uh, real life, I guess. This is all a fantasy. Oh, in fantasy? This character is who you want to play as, who you will be in this adventurous world. Well, I, I guess I would want, you know, a functional family, since, you know, I don't really have one. So, a father and a mother who are still together. A loving brother. A sister who looks up to you. This is what you desire for your fantasy world? Yeah. Then, we shall begin. We swipe to three hours later. Master Morrison, I've never more embodied this this incredible human being who's so self-confident better than, than I have in well, these past three hours. It has all come down to this. As you enter into the dragon's lair, you hear it roar. You can tell it is... I'm not afraid. As, as you enter into the chamber, you can see it is 50 feet tall, red-scaled, breathing fire. All of a sudden, the door to the basement bursts open, and the lanky fish taco man comes stumbling down the steps. That was a really hot burrito! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bring me my burrito, and then leave us. Okay. I bring the burrito and set it down. Hey, you've, you're really, you seem like you're really quiet. Are you all right, gal? No. Do you want a burrito? No, I can it, cook it's up fine. Some more in the I oven. just, you know, was about to shoot a fireball at a dragon. Now, what did we, remember what we talked about? When is a party strongest? When they're fed. So is that a yes to the burrito? Yes, it's a yes to the burrito. Okay, cool. I'll be right back. An adventurer who does not take care of themselves is no adventurer at all. <sighs> Alright. Thank you. Janice, I am ready for this. Now that you are fed, I feel that you are ready as well. Alright. So the dragon is there in front of you. Janice. You have the initiative. I'm going to cast Fireball at it. You cast your Fireball at the fire-breathing dragon. It bounces off. <sighs> doing no effect to the beast. Dang it! That was a level 3 spell! Should have figured... I should have figured a fire spell wouldn't work with a fire dragon! <sighs> Master Morrison, I shall take my sword and run up and stab the belly of the beast. That is a critical miss. As you run up to the beast, your sword flies out from your hands. As, as, as you run up to it, it lowers its jaws, and you want, walk right into its mouth. As it snaps shut, no. you realize, Julianne, you are alone. I was, I was so confident that was going to work. Alone in the world, or are you? Hey, I got the rest of the burritos, and you guys are really quiet and dramatic. I feel like I'm always interrupting something important. Uh, Bring the burritos. Okay. You know, 
you got a lot of PhDs, but I feel like maybe you should get like a girlfriend or something because you just you're really into. I have my work time. that I'm married to. <clears throat> yep, yep. We already talked about that. Sure. Uh, hey, gal. Uh, burritos and um. What what's been going on here? Did, oh, it looks like you got eaten by a dragon or something. That sucks, dude. Tough break. Do do you guys like need help or something? Like, should I burst out my old character or something? Yeah. Wait, Mister Morrison, your your roommate has a character oh, yeah. as well. He certainly does. But he can only be summoned when someone calls for his help. Yeah, you you have to know what the magic words are, but um, you know the the magic words are the ones that are with you the whole way along, and there you are. So, um, something like that. Anyway, you know what I'm are. Uh, I'll go get my character sheet, and you you'll you'll probably figure out how to bring me into the game, and uh, I could probably sort this out real quick. That'd be all good. Janice didn't understand much of what that man said but i think you have to summon him all right we have to wait for my turn master morrison as the dragon roars and crunches the bones of your previous companion you hear a voice call out the words the words you fear to say that everyone must know John, I love you! With the power of a heartfelt confession and a true expression of emotion, there is a swirl in the air as Jimothy, the cleric, appears. And all of a sudden, the the fish taco guy surges forth from the darkness behind Master Morrison, no longer wearing the orange taco shirt, but completely decked out in cosplay as like a half-orc or something with like the ears and like purple hair and like, <laughs> like color contacts and everything and comes in and says, Hello, my young friends. It seems you are in a difficult position. Allow me to assist. I cast Transmogrification upon the dragon at 15th level. That is a critical success. And I say, the power of love compels you. And I... The dragon screeches. Well done. As it regurgitates John Uh, back onto the floor. Oh, I thought my... I'll take care of this. I place my hands carefully upon his head, and I say, Wait. In order for this spell to work, to heal all of his broken bones, so that he's not a poor, unfortunate cripple the rest of his life, he requires a kiss of love. John! If only there were- Oh, yes. I mean, yes. Janice. And they kissed! It was glorious. Uh, Well done, well done. Janice, I never knew you felt this way about me, but I feel like Master Morrison has something to say. Well, you successfully loot the dragon's hoard. But more importantly, you gain a new level of experience and self-actualization. 
All right, guys. So uh, same time next week, awesome, right? Awesome, dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, master. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Looks like you two have a lot to talk about. That's super awesome. Uh, you didn't finish. Are you going to finish the burrito? I'm going to finish the burrito. Okay. I'll take the burrito. Yeah, I'll finish it. And see, Thanksgiving is you know, th- Thanksgiving is coming up real soon. Uh, and yes. I am very excited. I love thanksgiving so much it to me it's like uh, christmas is great and like I, I still think that's like my favorite just because it's christmas but thanksgiving is is my like my second favorite because i just get like hang out with all of my brothers uh and eat a lot of food it's a holiday specifically made for me that's delight that's so wholesome I, I i remember my the thanksgiving i remember most was when our house was like under a lot of renovation like so we i think what we were doing was knocking out a wall in our kitchen and um so like we had to move all of the stuff from like the dining room into the living room this doesn't make as much sense unless you know the layout of my house but it was like this really crowded like it was like we were in an antique shop because we had to move everything out of there and it was just me and my I, I think it was more it was me and my sister and my my parents um at this like little table for thanksgiving like trying to fit all of our thanksgiving stuff like in this antique shop and um something about it was sort of delightful um, and I remember I was spending a lot of time playing a video game called Faraisal's Wand. Have any of you ever heard of that game? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I won't talk about it more <laughs> then, because I'll just be rambling about stuff you won't care about. <laughs> you play as a little underground creature that's like a, a hobbit. It's like a Jabba, a, a Jawa crossed with a <laughs> hobbit. But anyway, it was wonderful. But Last year for Thanksgiving... Um... Myself and my roommate at the time, uh, he's from Michigan, and we were living in Idaho, and so I was going home to my family in Washington, and so I'm just like, dude, like, just come along with us, because he wasn't going to fly out to Michigan last year. Um, so anyway, he joined us for Thanksgiving. We ended up having to push back the time that we left to travel home. Uh, there was this big snowstorm that was coming. And if we were to leave like on like on Tuesday, we would have beat the snowstorm. But the Tuesday night, that snowstorm was going to come in. And obviously, if we were to leave on Wednesday, we'd just be like in this snowstorm. We'd be dealing with all of that great stuff through some mountainous areas. And we pushed it back because he had a date with a girl that he was very interested in and it kind of he was he was not necessarily having the easiest of time asking this girl out and stuff and so i'm like dude i i don't care about this snowstorm you need to go on this date with this girl i really want you to go on this date and so he went on the wow. date we left wednesday morning we turned like a four four and a half hour drive into like a six or seven hour drive because of the snowstorm and it was worth this it. This feels because... like the plot of 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 like a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> a Hallmark Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah, well, movie. It gets better because he's married to her now. 
I mean, yeah, so this, this, is, this is straight oh, up a Hallmark Thanksgiving movie. He just got married. It was good. Yo, it's good. The, cu- coming this summer, the zaniest uh, road trip ever. <laughs> Dude, the snowstorm's gonna come. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta go on the date. <laughs> this could be his last chance. Next time on a bit of funny. Seems your car's seems your car snowed in. Well, I can help help you out, but first you gotta put on these turkey hats. <laughs> we swipe to uh, Timothy, who has invited uh, Sarah to his family's Thanksgiving as a first date. All right, Sarah. Um. Listen, there's something that you need to know about my family. We have some unique traditions. First off, I guess, here, take this hat. Oh, um, it's a giant turkey. Yeah, yeah, um, so in my family, we all wear this hat, and then we take the turkey that we bought Sometimes the turkey that Uncle 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 Jeff shot, but uh, you know, typically he doesn't have that much luck with the shots. Anyway, um, so we wear these hats, and then we take the turkey and uh, we fly it around the house. Fly it? Yeah, like like one of us will hold the body of the turkey. One person will be on one wing and. Someone will be on the other wing and we'll flap them and we'll go around the whole house. And at that very moment, suddenly a gunshot rings out in the distance. And then almost immediately afterwards, you can faintly hear, Garamit, I almost hit it. I couldn't quite get it. I'm going to shoot. Ah. That's, that's Uncle Jeff now. Um, he's, a, he's a lousy shot. So typically we have to buy whatever's left on the shelf. Hey son, you gonna be out on that porch all day? You gonna put on your turkey hat and help help me out here? <laughs> That's Dad right there. All right, um, Sarah, if if you wouldn't mind putting your hat on now. Okay. Hey, Dad. Hey, glad to see you got your hat on. Uh, oh, this yeah. must be the, the 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 Sarah you've been talking about. Now he's been telling yeah. me a lot about you. He says that 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 you wore pink socks the other day, and let me tell you, pink socks are are his favorite co- color of socks. He's got quite a few pair up up in his room, but he don't wear them out outside. I don't know why. You know, Dad, we don't need to talk about everything. You know, all, oh, of all course of we gotta sudden. talk about everything. This is Thanksgiving. It's time for family. Yeah. Hey, if the turkey if the turkey is in between you and the house, don't shoot. Hold on, I, I gotta go deal with your uncle. Uh, why, why don't you right. go start setting the table? Uh, I, I got, uh, you know, the, 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 the silverware already out and the plates and the platters, but I need you to, to, to go and put on the salt, pepper, frisbees, all that kind of stuff. You, you got it, Dad. Fr- frisbees? Um, I'll run to the garage and grab the frisbees if you go to the kitchen and just grab that salt and pepper over there. Timothy, I think we need to talk about the frisbees. We will once I get them. All right, I got the frisbees. Um, yeah, we have quite the traditions here. Um, I mean, as you can see, we already have plates on the table, so <laughs> we're we're not using the frisbees as plates. 
as one might assume. Um, I don't know how to say this, Sarah, but you see, the Frisbees. All right. Well, you know, since your uncle can't shoot the broadside of a barn, I got my, I'm glad I got my store-bought turkey all, all ready to go. Now, will, will you, lady, lady friend, would you like to, to take the, the left wing or the right wing? All of a sudden, the uncle bursts in behind him. No, I can shoot, but much better. Gosh darn it, I just blah. Get that store-bought turkey back to the store. You're going to give it back I'll to the store I'll give it back right to the store now. if you give back that boo- all that booze you drank this morning. Then maybe that's why you ain't shooting straight. I didn't drink none. I didn't drink none. Oh, pretty lady. Yeah, I'm offering her. Hello. We're getting ready for, for the turkey fly. Now, now I figure that that you won the center, like like you said. So, so it's up to her if she wants the left or right wing. Have you heard about what we do with the frisbees? No. Oh, you're gonna like it, Uncle Jeff. I I haven't gotten that far yet. You haven't gotten that far yet. Well, you better go and tell her. And he walks into the screen door. <laughs> ah! and then opens it and walks outside and trips and falls down the deck stairs. Go ram it, blah, blah. Is, is he, uh, um... Yes, he's he's a little intoxicated. Okay. It's, uh, like, like my dad said, he's had a couple uh, booze this morning. Uh, okay, um... Don't mind him, none. He, he, ain't, he ain't dangerous, as long as he ain't pointing a gun at you. Uh, if he is pointing a gun at you, uh, just, just... Try not to look like a turkey. Okay. But don't take off the hat. That The hat's very important. Yeah, it's... It, he can't shoot it, so... Yeah. <laughs> hey, with this yeah. shot, you know, looking like a turkey might be the safest place to be. <laughs> That's why we wear the hats while we fly the turkey. It's so he doesn't accidentally shoot us. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, good old family traditions. Uh... I guess I'll take the right wing. Well, Dad, I'll take the left then. Well, your uncle uh, fell down the stairs, so uh, I guess I'll take the center. All right. As they proceed to to fly the turkey around with the uh, the two uh, kids uh, flapping the wings and the the father making uh, airplane engine noises and into the oven. Perfect. Oh man, that was. That was about as good as last year's, Dad. Oh, it's Thanks. always good, and it, even better because we had your 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 lovely assistant. Th- that's very true, Sarah. Oh, thanks for joining us. Like, ah, oh, it's just a cherished family tradition. I can see why. Yeah. Well, Dad, you, you, you 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 stay here with your lady friend, and and uh, you know, son, I think you're losing her. You 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 gotta you know, I'll step up your game. I'll go go get the door. Dad, it's the tradition. Yeah, get the door. Get the door. All right, Sarah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my family, we got, we got, we got some quirky traditions. The frisbees. Yeah. So. (laughs) All right, I got the moose grease. Uh, That that. Son, let me tell you that the the moose grease has never failed me. That's how I got your mother. All right, just stick, take a little bit of this moose grease. We're gonna, I'm gonna slick up your hair real quick, you know, nice pompadour. Uh, all right, all right. No one has answered the door. This is the police. Open up immediately. Dad, Look, I'm trying to get best. my son to have a good first date. All right, give me a minute. 
All right, I'm going to go talk with the police. Oh, all right. Good luck, Dad. Sarah, what do you think of my hair? Oh, actually, it looks... Um, it actually looks pretty nice. Um, do the police normally show up to your family gatherings? Um, I mean, it's perhaps happened a time or two. We swipe to, uh, or no, we cut to uh, his dad and the police. Now, what, what, what in tarnation is all this about? Sir, we received reports of a number of gunshots going on around this property. We've come to investigate Oh, it. don't worry. It's all, it's all us trying to shoot turkeys. But not these kind of turkeys on my hat. It's, uh, it's living turkeys. You know, I, I run a turkey farm, but we like to cut, we like to slaughter them the old natural way, where, you know, we kind of like just release them out into the, into the property and we hunt them. We cut back to uh, Sarah and Timothy. All right, Sarah, so we're going to take the Frisbees now. Switch back to the officer standing at the door. Um, Yes, uh, the the other problem is um, there seemed to be, I couldn't help but notice a number of vultures circling over your backyard near your porch. Oh, yeah, we slaughter slaughter Um, our turkeys right there in the backyard. Mm. Now... Now, uh, right, old, old Crank right. is up there. He he does like to get at the guts, although he has to fight, uh, you know, Uncle Earl for the giblets sometimes. Uh, you've you've named the vultures. Oh yeah, no, we we named all the vultures. There's there's Uncle Crankus, Uncle Mancus, and Grandma Mully. That's very nice, sir. I'm going to need you. To... So, suddenly, a frisbee flies out and hits the police officer in in the forehead. Ow! <laughs> all right. He falls back in one fell now, swoop. As you can clearly see here, in uh, uh, as as the the father pulls out a a, a law book, in uh, Article Three, Subsection A three nine two, uh, if a police officer is struck by a frisbee on the property of a lawful citizen, he must desist uh, from all uh, activity for one year. And all of a sudden, the police officer, who it seemed was unconscious, uh, uh, raises his head back up and says, "Well, shoot." You know how to play this game, don't you? And pulls off his police officer uniform, and he's wearing hick clothing underneath. And he gets up and gives uh, his his um, his uh, cousin a big embrace. That's my favorite role play every year. All right, put your hat on. Let's get to going. Woo-wee! And scene. Before we wrap up here, Michael, you released a book this year. Uh, would you mind uh, tell us tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, it has nothing to do with improv or comedy. It's about personality theory. It is a philosophical work called Motes and Beams, a neo-Jungian theory of personality. Um, you can find out about it on my YouTube channel, Michael Pierce, uh, on YouTube. Just type in Michael Pierce. I assure you, it'll be the first one to come up, except for that annoying man who, who talks about computer parts, who's been usurping my subscribers for years. But we don't need to worry about him. Well, listeners, this has been a bit of funny. I'm James Jackson. I'm Thomas Heath. I'm Niagara Lipster. And I'm Michael Pierce. And remember, be thankful in this season. Just a tiny little bit of fun.